Hey girl, happy Tuesday. Thank you so much for coming back to the Girl God's Got You podcast. My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of this podcast, and today our episode is all about comparison. We're going to be talking about a little bit about, I think, why we compare ourselves so much as young women, as well as kind of my perspective of the biblical aspect of comparing ourselves and how we could start fighting this bad habit and start accepting ourselves for who we are and actually reflecting our attention back to Christ. And so that's what today's podcast episode is going to be about. I'm very much looking forward to talking more about this topic as it's something that I've definitely struggled with in my life and something I'm constantly working on. And I think it's one that's really relatable for a lot of young women. But before we dive into that, I just want to apologize for not posting last week. Um, Aaron, he unfortunately got into a ski accident last weekend. And so with everything going on, I wasn't able to post, which is all good. Of course, you know, things happen. I wanted to help take care of Aaron. Um, That's just one of the reasons I I did not post this last week. Um, But saying that, I would just want to start off with my God's Got You moment. Aaron is very healthy, he's healing, he was safe, and I'm just so grateful that he's doing much better. It was a very scary time, but I'm very, very grateful to God that um, the injury is pretty minimal and he's going to be healing quite a bit over the next several weeks. So very grateful for that. That is definitely my God's got you moment because when one of your dearly loved ones gets hurt, it really is stressful and pretty terrifying. And so I'm so glad he is safe and healthy. Well, that's kind of the update as far as my God's Got You moment of the week. This is definitely a big one. Um, And I guess to keep rolling into the intro for this week, um, I would say that uh, my goal for this week personally is to read more. I've been trying to figure out um, different ways to rest, and I really feel like I do rest when I read. So that is my goal of the week, just to uh, read a little bit more. And then I would have to say that the quote of the week, this is one that I found on Pinterest, and I very much love it. It's by a man named Craig Groeschel, and he said, Comparison will either make you feel inferior or superior. Neither honors God. And this quote really hit home with me because it just kind of pointed out that when you compare yourself, it's either elevating you or putting you down. And neither one really is glorifying God and bringing all the attention and glory back to Him. So that's one reason that we should really fight comparison so much because both sides of it, the tearing down or the building up, neither one really is putting the focus back on God. And that's, you know, our our mission in this world is, of course, to enjoy life and to have fun and to have great memories. But really, it's also to glorify God in the process. So that's the quote of the week. And now I want to kind of share my journal prompt of the week. So this week's journal prompt is what is the biggest way you compare it yourself? I think it's important that as we're trying to work on this habit and kind of break this habit of comparing ourselves to first define in the area in which we compare ourselves most, because in order to solve a problem, we first have to define it. So that's the journal prompt for this week. I challenge you guys to write it down. And even though it may be uncomfortable or kind of painful, it's good to write down both the good things and the bad things to get it out and to just start, you know, working on it. And then I'd say um, for last week's journal prompt, the question was, is there a part of your life where you are settling and how can you change it? 
And I would say that my response to this question is, I think right now I'm gratefully in a really great spot in my life where I don't think I'm settling in in any major way. I'm so grateful for that because it's been a, you know, a long road to get here. But I think one thing that I do want to work on is, you know, my, how I talk to myself and my perception of myself. Um, I've been pretty hard on myself for my entire life and it has gotten better over the years, but I think that that's just one area I can improve on and make my life better is how I talk to myself and how nice I am to myself. So that's just something that I want to start working on more and more and then as we keep going down this list uh, my favorite of the week it's kind of a small one but it's actually aquaphor which is just it's kind of like a neosporin or vaseline but it's just a um, like a healing ointment and my hands have been so incredibly dry this winter oh my gosh like cracking super dry just not good and it was pretty painful and so I was just trying to figure out do I put on different lotions do I put on neosporin what do I do and then my mom gave me this jar of aquaphor and my hands are so incredibly soft oh my goodness this is also great to use as lip balm or to put on your nose if your nose is dry it's just a very simple easy method but if you guys have dry hands and you don't know what to do to fix them get some aquaphor you could get a little tiny squeezy tube on amazon like a little two pack I have those for my purse um but I just put it on overnight and then I put it on a couple times a day after I wash my hands and just doing this for the past week my hands literally are so soft and healed I'm so grateful because nothing else is working so a tiny little favorite but that's just something I've been using on the daily and it's helped a lot and then like I said my God's got you moment is the fact that Aaron is healthy and safe I am so so grateful praising God so much he is such a good father and he does provide and I'm just uh, I couldn't be more grateful to God for Aaron's health um, then as we wrap up this intro, the God's Got You moment, or excuse me, the God's Got You statement for this week is actually a quote from a blog called UndoubtedGrace.com. And this blog had an article and there was a passage that was very impactful and I want to share it right now. So the section said, when we compare ourselves to others, we are agreeing with the plans of the enemy for our lives. Comparison is the thief of joy and the stretcher of truth. Comparison says, I am ill-equipped for the task at hand. The truth is, God has given me everything I need for the plans he has set before me. The truth truth of his word says that he prepared us for good works and every good thing comes from him. And I think to sum it up, that's what the God's got you statement is for this week. God has given you everything you need for the plans he has set before you. And you know what? If there's some type of characteristic or personality trait or item that God wants you to have to further his plan for you, he will provide it. So God has created you in a certain way to carry through the plans he has for your life. And if there is something lacking, he will make sure to provide it for you. So really, we should not compare ourselves to other people because everyone has their own plan that God has for them. And God is such a good father that he will provide everything you need. And so looking at this kind of logical reasoning, that's one of the reasons that we don't need to compare ourselves because God has given us what we need and he will give give us what we need in the future if we don't have it already. So that is the intro for the week. Pretty short and sweet, but really my main focus of it is I'm grateful that Aaron is safe and healthy and that we should not compare ourselves because God is here for us and he is the ultimate provider. So with all that being said, let's dive into the content about comparison for today's episode. All right, so as we're diving into today's episode, I'm going to be dividing it into two main points. 
First is three things to remind yourself as you're trying to break the habit of comparison. And the second section is three ways to build up your confidence, specifically in conversations with people. And the reason why I wanted to add the second part about building confidence in conversations is I thought it would be good to have it as a whole separate episode. What I'm realizing is, at least for me, and something I could speak on personally because it's something I go through, is when I'm comparing myself the most, I'm actually the most awkward in social conversations. And so I wanted to talk about confidence and comparison all in one episode because if we're starting to overcome this comparison trap and we're trying to build up our confidence specifically in conversations with others because oftentimes what we're comparing ourselves is to other people I think if we're able to do both these things at the same time we could play off these strengths and become stronger and more equipped to carry out God's plan for us so that's why I wanted to combine them they're they're very similar and for me at least they go hand in hand and I think a lot of people do have you know struggles when it comes to conversations or what to say or how to talk and all that stuff especially when maybe you're not feeling as confident because you're comparing yourself a lot so that's pretty much the two sections we're going to be talking about today for the rest of the episode so to diving into section one, what are three things three things you could remind yourself when you feel like you're comparing yourselves to others a lot? Well, I'd say the first thing to remind yourself is even if you want to look or act or be like that person next to you, you will not 100% ever be like them. So you may be like them 80% or 70%, but 100% it's not possible because every single person is different. There's no way you could be 100% like someone because there's no way that we could have that. Unless you're twins, but even then you're not 100% like your twin because everyone is a little bit different. And so when you find yourself comparing yourself, just look at it from a very logical perspective and think, as much as I try, I will never be exactly like them. And when you just tell yourself that as you're in the midst of comparing yourself, it's kind of as though the facts just kind of hit you with reality and you're thinking, okay, if it's not possible, why am I trying to achieve the impossible? Why am I trying to set myself up for failure if I'll never 100% be like this person I want to be? And that's something that as I've grown older and grown into more of a young woman and becoming, you know, less of a teenager and more into a, you know, in my 20s and whatnot, I've just realized that We could spend a lot of time trying to be like other people, but if we're trying to meet a impossible task, we're just wasting our time and energy. And so if you're younger and you're listening to this, just just realize that, yes, it's good to be inspired and it's good to want to be better and work on ourselves. But if we're doing it for the sake of just looking or acting or being like someone else, we're always going to fall short and actually end up being unsatisfied because we're going against logic. So that's just the first thing to remind yourself, just having that logical reality. But then more on an emotional side, I'd say the second thing to remind yourself is to find your favorite part of yourself and focus on that. It's really great to try, like I said, to improve ourselves. And if we focus on someone that we really look up to and we want to be like them, that's good. But it hits a certain point where it's actually unhealthy. And so that's why I think it's important to figure out what you love about yourself and focus on that. So for example, let's say we're focusing on the internal. Maybe you love your work ethic, or maybe you love how you're able to look at the positive side of things, or maybe you love the fact that you're super smart about one particular subject. Just think about one tiny thing that you really love about yourself and you're proud of yourself for. Or maybe if it's external, let's say that you really love your hair or you really love your face or you, you know, really love your laugh. I mean, it could be something so simple and either 
shallow or something super deep, whatever it is. Figure out what you love about yourself. It's not good or bad to love a certain thing about yourself. Just figure out what do I love about myself? I challenge you to figure out something internal and external so that it's balanced um, on a mixture of being not super deep and also very deep because it's important to find your worth in things that are more on the deeper side, things that are lasting. But figure out something external and internal that you love about yourself and focus on that. And just kind of hyping yourself up a bit because this can increase your confidence when you realize, okay, not every part of myself needs to be changed. There's actually a lot of great parts about myself that I could just stay who I am and it's great. And so hyping yourself up about that and even just writing it down is really important. And for some, it could be actually really hard though to compliment yourself and to figure out what you like about yourself because you don't want to be considered conceited. Take out that fear right now and just between you and yourself, write down a couple things in your journal or just say it to yourself. I like this about myself. Don't think it's conceited. Think of it as a way that you're appreciating the way that God made you. So that's just the second thing to remind yourself of. When you recognize the fact that there are great parts about yourself, you could start believing it more and start being happier with how God created you. But it takes that first step of just telling yourself that. And so I think the third thing that you could remind yourself as you're trying to overcome comparison is focus more on just the external things. I think especially as social media is becoming more and more popular popular over the last several years, it's very easy to just focus on the external. How you look, where you live, how much money you have, how many things you have, how many friends you have, all of the things on the external. But what we fail to realize is that the internal is there's so much going on. And what people are understanding more and more now is that someone could look great on the outside, but on the inside, they may be going through something very hard. But you don't see that, you know, as you're walking down the street or scrolling on your phone. All you see is the external. So I think when we understand that we shouldn't just focus on the external and more on the internal, we could start taking the pressure off trying to be someone else because we know that even if you are someone else, they're going to still have their own problems. And so just kind of taking the glamour and the shine off of things on the external, understand that the internal people are really similar. I think another way we could actually start working more on the internal and focusing on the internal rather than the external is by diving into our passions. Because when we're diving into our passions, we're checking tasks off our to-do list, we're creating something, we're talking with people, whatever your passion or purpose or career is and whatever you're doing, There's a lot of work that goes into it that it's not focused so much on the external, it's actually focused on your mind, how you're processing things, what you're doing. And so I think the more that you dive into your purpose and fall in love with the purpose God has given you, you have less time and room to focus so much on the external because you're literally focusing on the internal things. So for example, for me, when I'm at my work focusing on my job, I feel a lot more satisfied and content because I'm thinking less about how I look or what other people look like or how people are acting and less on how I'm acting. I'm not just, and I'm actually focusing on creativity or work or helping to take care of clients. I feel so much less stress when it comes to comparison because I'm literally doing the purpose that God has for me. And so I'd say for you, if you're really struggling start doing some type of thing in your purpose every day whether you're in college and you know you want to get a certain job someday work really hard on your studies and your classes and work on these internal things where you're processing things in your brain or maybe you are at your dream job and you love your career right now and if you're a little bit stressed just take your mind off of the external and work on a project that you love or maybe let's say that you are stressed about comparison and you're about to have fun with your friends instead of focusing so much on being self-conscious about how you looked or what you're going through 
Try to have the intention of having meaningful conversations with them. Focus on that aspect of your purpose of spreading light to other people. Dive into their lives and ask them questions and you'll take a little bit of the attention off of your external self. So I hope this last point is making sense, but focusing more on the internal things that really matter can really shift your attention and can distract you from all the external things that may be a little bit distracting. So those are the three things I think that are helpful to remind yourself as you're trying to compare less. They're practical, they've been working for me, and I'm going to continue to implement them, and I hope that they work for you too. So now I want to dive into the three ways you could build confidence in conversations with people. I would say when I was about 14 and 15 years old, I had a, a pretty big struggle with trying to just figure out how to have normal conversations with people. I don't know why, I just that was a time in my life where I personally felt like my social skills weren't great because sometimes I just wouldn't know what to talk about with people and you know when I met new people they had different interests than me and I was trying to figure out what questions to ask and it was just a time I remember I felt kind of uncomfortable and then I would say from age 16 to 18 I was pretty good with the confidence and conversations and then I would say when I was 19 and 20 the confidence was down a little bit and it's been kind of up and down over the years as you can imagine being a young person trying to figure out your passions and joys and what friends that you are creating and having for the rest of your life yada 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 but as I've gone through the ups and downs of confidence and conversations there's three things that every time I do these things the conversation goes better and I feel a little less uncomfortable and feel more confident. So the first thing is when you're in a conversation, maybe you're wondering, what do I talk about? What do I ask? How do I act? Are they interested? Am I boring? When you start overthinking about the conversation, I'd say the first thing that you could do is focus more on inspiration and not so much on comparison. So sometimes in conversations when you're talking to people and you're learning about them, sometimes you could feel kind of not as confident in your own life because you're learning so much about someone else's life and you just can compare yourself to what other people are saying. I know that doesn't sound that great and it's kind of embarrassing to say that that happens, but sometimes you do compare yourself in conversations with people. But instead of comparing yourself, focus on people and think, okay, they are inspiring me to be better. They are inspiring me to work harder, all that. And the second thing that you could do in conversations to build more confidence is to ask people questions about their life. And eventually they will probably ask you questions too. So if you find there is an awkward silence in your conversation, or maybe um, you don't know what to say next or what story to share, or maybe you feel as though the small talk is dying down and you're not really sure where to go next, ask them a question about their life. It could be as random as, do you have any pets or do you want to buy a dog soon? Or it could be as simple as, what is the project you're working on at work? Ask people questions that you think they would care about. And then as they start answering, they'll probably ask you a question too. And it'll open up the conversation to so many different avenues. And so that's just my biggest tip, honestly, is just to ask questions about people. Because then you will have more things to bounce ideas off of. And more ways that you could relate to them off of their stories they're sharing with you. Then I think the third way that you could build confidence in conversations is instead of focusing so much on how you're feeling, focus more on how you could share light with someone. So what I've realized is whenever I'm starting to feel not as confident or uncomfortable, I'm really focusing so much on how I'm feeling. But if you take, once again, that pressure off yourself and take the focus off yourself and you focus more on how the other person is feeling and you focus more on how you can make them feel better by sharing the light and kindness of Jesus, it makes the conversation go so much more smooth because you're overthinking less and doing what, what is more natural. 
And so one way that you could focus less on how you're feeling and focus more on how other people are feeling is asking how their family is doing or asking how their day has been or asking, you know, how their faith is is going. All that stuff, kind of the deeper, more personal questions once you get to know someone better because it shows them, oh, this person cares about me. And then they'll probably ask you questions and then you'll feel, you know, less self-conscious about yourself because you're fo- focusing on other people and you're fulfilling your purpose of making other people feel good. I don't think God's purpose for us is for us to only focus on ourselves. I think his purpose for us is to spread light and love to other people. Part of that is loving ourselves and thinking about ourselves, but a lot of that purpose is actually being there for others. And so when we're living aligned with how God wants us to live, we will have more peace. And I think some of that comes from taking the attention off yourself and putting it more onto other people. So I hope that this quick podcast episode was helpful. I hope I didn't repeat myself or go on and on too much, but I really wanted this just to be uplifting and inspiring for the rest of your week, knowing that you were created the way that you were created for a purpose and for a reason, and that you don't need to change every single part of yourself. You could be content in the way God made you and use your energy and time to focus less on yourself and more on living in your purpose, loving other people, and honoring God. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.